Welcome to our Hackle Podcast, episode 27 in the series Classic Take, where we will take a classic topic of discussion of Mashiach and try to dig into it a little bit deeper. This year is dedicated to Lilinishmas Yeshua Yisom Cholben Zev Ayyeh. Is artificial intelligence part of Mashiach? We are living today in the age where artificial intelligence is becoming part of our daily lives. And uh, obviously, there raises some interesting questions from many different angles. And uh, the question obviously is, is this part of the prophecy of the future flood of knowledge that will take place when Mashiach will come? Is it somehow associated with the revelations of the days of Mashiach? So to begin with, we know, first of all, everything that happens in the world is associated with Mashiach. After all, Mashiach is a purpose of creation. And everything that takes place in the world, even things that seem to run contrary maybe to the way things will be when Mashiach will come. But ultimately, they too were created for the purpose of preparing the world for the coming of Mashiach. How much more so when we're dealing with scientific discoveries which help mankind progress in uh, being able to live a more peaceful life, a life that is free of different worries and machines and robots are able to take care of activities that man had to do until now, which will give man the ability to dedicate their free time to learn Torah, to become aware of the Abishya. This is obviously part of the prediction of the fa- the famous prediction of the Zoyar, where the Zoyar discusses the scientific advancements that the, the Zayar connects with the Pasuk, that the Mabel, the flood, in the days of Noyach took place when Noyach was 600 years old. And the Zayar says that in the year 600 of the sixth millennium, the floods of spiritual knowledge, of godly knowledge, of the teachings of Chassidus will become revealed. And similarly, the wisdom from below, the, the, the scientific sciences, and the, the other wisdom that's associated with nature will also become open and revealed and accessible and available for the world to use. And this is all the Zayar says to prepare the world to be able to go into the seventh millennium. The seventh millennium, that, which is mystically represents the day of Shabbos when man rests from work and is able to dedicate his time solely to serve Debishter, to Davin, to learn pray to Hashem to learn Torah, to become closer to Hashem by refraining from doing physical work. So similarly, these advancements in science, are their goal is that man will be able to usher in a new era where he will be able to focus solely on spiritual endeavors and uh, he'll be able to serve Debishter in a worry-free environment. So the Rebbe discusses the, the, the Zoyar and the Minnukotesirashelik and other places, obviously different ways of explaining and interpreting these comments. But either way, the Rebbe made it very clear, as so I self-understood, that these scientific advancements which help mankind are, at least in a very basic level, help and prepare for the coming of Mashiach, the type of state the world will be when Mashiach will come. This is all the more so with the advancement of artificial intelligence, which could, you know, be used and, and to replace work that is done by man in many different ways. So obviously this is a very strong st- step in this progress of development that Isaiah predicted. 
However, just uh, this is just from a basic perspective, which applies to any scientific advan- advancement um, in general, particularly something which is you know as as massive as a step as AI. However, while I want to take this discussion a little bit deeper and uh, just try to understand if artificial intelligence in of itself is somehow associated with the knowledge that will flood the world when Mashiach will come. We know that the Tehidah tells us that in the days of Mashiach, the knowledge of Hashem will flood the world like Kamayim layom Mechasim. The world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem as waters cover the sea. So is the AI somehow associated with this prediction? So obviously we have to differentiate between things on a very superficial level and things on a true, proper, um, clear-cut definition of knowledge and how it relates to the future. So obviously on a very simple superficial level, anything that helps mankind advances knowledge particularly making information available and accessible in a very quick, speedy, and easy way is obviously part of this particular prediction of the knowledge of Hashem flooding the world. Because, you know, the more, for example, if learning Torah today is much more easier than it was in the past. People today could access Torah through the internet any place in the world. Today with search engines and... Uh, Databases that have thousands and hundreds of thousands of Torah books on it makes learning Torah much more accessible and easier and being able to put the different opinions together and so on and so forth. So obviously in of itself, the fact that there's any tool, particularly as you know, a tool that would, could help mankind truly access information in a very quick and speedy way, obviously in some degree helps prepare the world for the fulfillment of this prophecy uh, the world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem as waters cover the sea. Obviously, I'm not getting into the discussion how accurate is the information that AI gives us at this point. Just discussing the either way, it definitely helps. A person would need to make uh, try to put information together, even if we have to check over the accuracy of all the conclusions that AI came to. Nevertheless, definitely there is it's a step along the way that helps us gather information and you know, put information to the, together in a much in a much greater way than we were able to do before. Now, putting that aside, let us try to understand what does the Pasuk really mean when it says the world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem as water what has covered the sea. It's important for us to understand here we here we see the um you know everything in the world has its unique advantage and what so here it's important to understand that the future knowledge of Hashem is not just a bunch of data. You know, AI is very good with collecting data and, you know, maybe being able to see things a man would never have been able to figure out by being able to use its, uh, you know, the, the, the abilities that it has of being, you know, being a super machine. But nevertheless, um, understanding what knowledge means in the context of Torah and particularly in the context of the future prediction that knowledge will fill the world as what waters covers the sea, it's crucial to understand the deficiency of artificial intelligence and how that that really does not, you know, is not exactly what the Pasuk means. The point is like this. 
idea of knowledge, particularly when it comes to the future, is not just a matter that Altareb explains in Tanya, we know this discusses at length, the true meaning of knowledge is not just the gathering of information. A person knows that Abishur exists. It's not just an intellectual deduction that he went through various different possibilities of how the world came into being, and he came to the intellectual conclusion that it must be the Abishur created the world. He has other intellectual proofs. Even if a person 100% reaches a point that he understands 100% through intellectual proofs that Abishur created the world, that is still not real knowledge of Hashem. And uh, this is most clearly highlighted with the famous story of Rabbi Yitzchak of Bardichev, who was a big, as a, as a young man, as a child, was famous for his genius in Teda. And eventually he becomes a chassid. He is exposed to the teachings of chassidus and he goes to the Magad of Mezrich. And his father-in-law was very unhappy about the smooth and his father, when he comes back from Mezrich, his father-in-law asks him, what did you learn in Mezrich? So he said that he learned that there's a Ebershah, there's a God in the world. Father-in-law was very taken aback. It was, you know, he calls his, they had a non-Jewish maid working in the house. He asked the non-Jewish maid, is there a God in the world? She said, of course. So he turns to his son-in-law, Rabbi Yitzchak and he says, you see, even this non-Jewish maid knows there's a God in the world. That you have to go to Mizrich to figure out that Hashem exists. So he answered and he said that she says, but I know. That, in other words, she is saying, you know, it's just something she's taught. Or she, you know, that's, how, you know, some basic conclusion her brain came to. But does she, does she know? Now, das means connection. It's not just you know that something exists. Das means you connect to it. You, it's two people could know each other. What means that they know each other? They know what the other person likes, what the other person dislikes. Knowledge is a very deep bond, a connection. The existence of that thing becomes part of your existence. You know it and you recognize it in the sense that its, its existence is so real to you that it affects how you live. And not only it affects how you live, first of all, you're able to connect when you know another person. That knowledge leads to a bond. You know, that Adarab explains that the connection between husband and wife, Jeteira calls Das, Adam Nuhava. It's a bond of a, of a very strong connection. It's not just a, a mere knowledge. You know, any person could know that somebody else exists. They could, you know, just have someone, so, someone testify that this person exists. The point is that you become one, you're able to connect on the inner soul level with that person. So Das is not just data analysis. Das, knowledge of Hashem, the unique accomplishment of the knowledge of Hashem of the future, is not just that we will know that Hashem exists. It means and it's not just that we will know the deep mystical secrets of the universe or of godliness and so on and so forth. What it means it will become aware, it will become conscientious. This will be something that will be part of our, our experience. We will feel it. That's why Chesidah says Das, the idea of what the word das, which is commonly translated as knowledge, really is connected with the idea of hargosha, feeling. It means you, this becomes part of your experience, part of who you are. Now, obviously, a machine, whether it has a mind of its own or not, which is a separate debate, you know, what is it going to do with the knowledge that it had? It went through a lot of data, besides the fact that the data that it's, the way how it's going through the data is based on how human beings programmed it. So the machine will decide if Debeshi exists or doesn't exist based on the, 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 you know, the way how the one that programmed the decided the machine should reach that understanding, which is also a separate discussion. But either way, 
even if the robot will be able to figure it out on its own, what is it going to do with that knowledge? It'll be able to connect to Hashem. It'll become some deep interpersonal relationship between the machine and Hashem. Obviously not. The same thing by human being. Knowledge that Hashem exists is not just, you know, a mere uh, fact of data. By the, 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 the knowledge of Hashem in the future, the Rebbe says, the Rebbe explained a number of times, it means that we will become one with Hashem. The knowledge will help us know and interact and feel and and on a very inter and very personal level, on a very profound level, we'll become so attached to Hashem that our our existence will merge, so to say, with the existence of the divine. And it's just to put the above in, in a very basic context, when somebody knows something and appreciates a certain way of life, it's not just knowledge. This affects how he thinks, how he behaves. The knowledge of Hashem that Hashem endowed human beings with the ability of knowledge wasn't just to have a mere, you know, uh, data analysis that they're able to figure things out. The idea, the, the point of knowledge is that this should lead to emotions. As Menuch says, that knowledge leads to love and fear, which leads to action. person loves Hashem, fears Hashem, it leads him how he will behave in his thought, speech, and action. Das is something, a holistic experience, the knowledge leads to action. It leads, first of all, to a, a very soulful, interactive relationship between the person and Hashem. And it affects, the effect of Das is how the person has an emotional attachment and also his life is, is, is lived in a way that is in line and touch with the way Hashem wants. Obviously, a machine could go through the data analysis for the person, but this connection is that the machine doesn't have uh, definitely feelings as a human being, doesn't have a code of, doesn't have, doesn't have to eat, doesn't have to, doesn't live a physical life where it would need to take that knowledge and apply it in a physical way. So the whole purpose, the use of knowledge by a machine is just a bunch of data, which is a very, very distant um, concept of what knowledge is really supposed to be by human being. So that's, just in general, where artificial intelligence fits in with the knowledge of the future, maybe it might help us, you know, access knowledge more easily, but it doesn't really substitute the knowledge of Hashem as it's meant to be done in the future. More particularly, the truth is, if we look a little bit deeper, we will see that the true chidush, the true novel accomplishment of the future knowledge of Hashem is not at all data analysis. It's not that we will know all the information, we will be able to know every single piece of history of being able to figure out and you know have a super logical understanding of, of things and ability to, to, to invent things and so on and so forth. In truth, the idea of knowledge of the future goes much beyond that. And this is highlighted in a number of... Um, a number of verses, a number of predictions, just to highlight a few of them. Pasuk tells us regarding Mashiach, the unique accomplishment of Mashiach is Hashem. Mashiach will smell with the fear of Hashem. And the Gemara says, the he will judge by his sense of smell. I think we have touched upon this in the previous episode. The point is that Chassidah says that the Pasuk also uses the term that he won't judge based on what his eye sees, what his ear hears. He will judge based on the sense of smell. Chassidah explains that the data analysis, what your eyes see, what your ears hear, represents data analysis. You have a regular court case today. 
we gather evidence, somebody thinks through what, you know, what, what was the motive, or was this, or was that. We try to analyze the information, and thereby we reach a conclusion. Mashiach, when he's going to judge a case, he's not going to need to gather data. It says he will smell, he'll be able to identify, he'll be able to s- smell through a person to see if the person is guilty or not guilty. His way of understanding what the person did or what the person is all about, he won't have to gather any data analysis. It's really externality. It's, it's, you know, you just, because we're not able to really sense what the person is all about and what he did, so we need to gather evidence based on what we actually see and then with our physical eye, what we can perceive through our mind, what makes sense he did or he didn't do. That's how we will judge the case. And then even then it's, you know, it's the best probability that probably this is what he did. We can, a lot of times it can never be 100% sure we know exactly what happened and why it happened and so on and so forth. But Mashiach will be able to see things through their essence. So will be able to have that sense being connected with the essence of Hashem. He will smell the, 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 the person. He'll, he'll, he'll just be able to sense what happened. You know, like some people, they say, I have a sense of smell without any intellectual data. They could just get a certain vibe. Is this good? Is this false? It comes from a place which is much deeper than intellect and where intellectual deduction can get a person to. So Mashiach will be so spiritually sensitive, he will be able to access and identify and, 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 and see things and through the experience of smell, through, so to say, smelling through the essence of the person. So here too, we see clearly that the unique accomplishment of Mashiach and what he will bring to the table, so to say, is not that he'll have a super ability to analyze data. You'll have something which is much more than that. As much data as you analyze, you're only dealing with the external existence of the thing, not dealing with the essence. Mashiach will deal with the essence. In another way, this is expressed, as we know that Chassidus explains, as it was mentioned briefly in the previous episode, that Mashiach, the way he will teach Torah, the unique accomplishment of Mashiach, isn't that he will just teach the secrets of the Torah. I mean, for that, there will be, you know, other tzaddikim that will come back to life when Mashiach comes. You'll have Moshe Rabbeinu, Abishimim Bayechoi, all the masters of Kabbalah will also be there when Mashiach will come. The unique accomplishment of Mashiach will be the Iyah. He will show it to us. We will see godliness in a vivid way, just like we see physicality with our physical eyes. We'll be able to see godliness with our physical eyes. As the Pasuk says, the glory of Hashem will be revealed and all flesh will see together that the mouth of Hashem had spoken. As Chassidus says, we'll be able to see the we'll be able to see the words of Hashem which create every entity which is what it means the word of Hashem has spoken and the existence of every entity are the words of Hashem that are embedded in that entity, they will become revealed. We will see godliness in a, in a very vivid way. So this is what Mashiach will, will bring to the table. And Aina, you can't compare as much data analysis that you have regarding something. When you actually see something, it's a whole different experience. Even if you know, even if the data analysis was 100% accurate and you know exactly what happened and how it happened. But if you never saw it, it's, it's just a bunch of data. When you see something, so it's a whole different experience. Then you have the thing itself. Seeing something, as Chassidus says, is toifes to etzim hadover. It, it, it's able to tap into the essence of the thing. That's why when you see something, you can never, nobody could ever question something that you saw. 
if you heard something, even if it seems that you know, there's, that there's, that there's this clear-cut ev- evidence that this happened, but if you didn't see it yourself, somebody could always question the truth of that that particular activity. Did it really happen? Didn't it happen? When you see something, so there's no way that a person will ever question if that thing happened. Why? Because when you see something, the thing itself, you see the thing itself and becomes part of you. You see it, you know, for a fact it happened. There's no way you could have a question later if it happened. Similarly, the awareness of Hashem in the future won't just be something that we will know. It'll be something that we will see. And this 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 experience actually won't, won't even be limited to human beings. The Midrashim explain how even the that the Pasuk says that um, even the doimim, even the inanimate matter of this world will will, will recognize the Abishtah. First of all, the Pasuk says, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem, which could also be interpreted to mean that the physical earth itself will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem. There's also a verse, Evan Mikir Tizak, a stone will cry from the wall, which the Chachamim is discussed, and the Gemara, and so on and so forth, but also is interpreted to mean that in the ultimate future, even a physical stone will be aware of Hashem. This is obviously not, not necessarily or not really an intellectual awareness, but because it's every existence, true existence of everything is Hashem. So ungodliness will be revealed in the world, even the animate will will become part of that experience. An animate will express that it is part of Hashem and it'll be able to uh, it won't be able to tolerate something which goes against the will of Hashem as Madrashim, as our sages speaks. Anyway, so we have here a, a understanding of that the fact that the future awareness of Hashem is something which is deeper than artificial intelligence. So while it might be a useful tool. But it's a means to an end. Mashiach will obviously bring to the world a much deeper awareness of Hashem than artificial intelligence can help us with. Hashem should help us merit the coming of Mashiach. Take it from Yad Mamish speedily. Amen. Plastic Take is produced by Tudal's Podcast Productions, producers of the Daily Boost, the Weekly Fabrengen, Power Fabrengen, and Mashiach Mindset Audio. Available on all podcast platforms.